0: Yo, what's up? Baby,
1: let's go. Welcome to our website. We've got loads of news and gossip for you today. But first, here's a new song.
2: dating, or just plain dream-making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie X.
3: I look like a navy misshipman.
4: You look like you're ready for the weekend. Is all I can that's tell right you. Name,
3: my gaba arm, um, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe on a beautiful Friday afternoon. And today, we are doing bien social. Back to regular Back to like life. Dark lights. Wow.
4: What dark? Oh, our, it just wow. one.
3: Dark lights.
4: Just one lights off. They're
3: Ooh, all looking that's... at
4: you like, oh, what's that
3: mean? That's all right. Leave it off. It looks kind of good. Anyway, welcome, 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 little caring and sharing. If you can leave it off. Leave it off means move back. If you can share it, we'll love you. If you can't, it's all good? Yeah, because I seen your feet in action. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Your feet take no prisoners. You took out a light sitting down. How do you do? How does
5: a human being do
4: that? I gotta tell you. I have to tell you, Slick, I was, we were listening to you in Studio B do some recordings for Gubba Wow. You were quite entertaining, so thank you for that. You have a whole new spin on the voiceover career is all I can tell you. Thank you, thank you. It was good, right?
6: Yeah, it was very, it, um, A4. It was very...
4: Wayne, if only you had heard it. Yeah. I was <laughs>
6: shaking my bones, the funny, thing, the
4: funny thing is that wait, what What did you just
3: say? It was. Sh- I was shaking my bum for oh, some you were Gubba rum.
4: Shaking your bum for some, some gumma, Gubba rum. Gubba rum.
5: Yeah. Really a I classic. I was the Hawaiian boogeyman. Yes. Classic. So like a new, new strap line for Gubba, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Shake yeah. your bum for a Gubba what, rum. It, yeah. was a classic,
3: a <laughs> it was a classic <laughs> lineup. I mean, I read the material. I did it in one take in five minutes. This guy was in there. He sounded like. Like he was in the opera. It was good, yeah. right? He was making noises. I, I didn't know human beings yeah, can was make nice, those look. noises.
6: Yeah, you know, I try my best. You know, he wanted it out. <laughs> no, out. he got it out. <laughs> he got it out. Unbelievable.
3: It was nice. It so, so scary stuff. You got it's going
4: um, out. yeah. that's all I can say. The guys, they rocked it on that one.
3: Rocked it on that one. Lord have mercy. And I all have right. to say
4: thank you to you and Blake. You had all the guys working on mopping the floor today, which is quite lovely. We've got some ladies coming in this afternoon, doing event. I want to put an end
3: to your weekly annoyances. Up. Yes.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
4: is
3: Blake, stop the mop, and I'll finish. I'm Blake, you, you did
4: a nice job. It smells nice and clean. It clean in here. Yes.
3: It smells like a salad of vinegar.
4: <laughs> hey, it's lavender vinegar, though. It doesn't have that it nice like refreshing. smells like a salad ex- with vinegar and lavender. <laughs> I'm very careful about what we clean in here. The toxic stuff, I try not to do. So vinegar was a bit, of, you know, less toxic for us. I okay. know. I try to keep us as safe and as toxin-free in this location as possible. Yes.
3: All right. So when we started the show, we had our friend Kendra er- Erickson. Erica. Erica. Her, too. That started the show with another rendition. A deeper love, yes. She has another cut coming out April 9th. I know. Which she's going to give us access to.
4: Which will be nice. We don't have no idea what... Unless you had a sneak peek, I have no idea what it is. I did not.
3: I did not get a sneak peek. But I hear that it's the next three songs are the best stuff she's ever done. Nice. That's exciting. She is moving up the ramp. Um, And also, um, in-house, we have... um, Jeffrey asked me to bring in... One of the top 100 violinists. She's amazing. In the world. In the world. We wait to
4: hear Bernadette play. Oh, my gosh. Don't get
3: this twisted. This lady plays a violin. Like, she'll make it cry, and Mm -hmm. everybody else will follow. I know. Now, I got got to meet with Jeffrey, and we got to see some of the work she did in Europe. Because she's played in front of stadiums. So he showed me some roles of what she's done in Europe. I'm going to tell you something, I was impressed, I was like, you got to be kidding me, and she has graced us today for a very good course. so I want you guys to get your pens, and uh, so you can jot down some information that's going to be given out as well.
4: And I think she sent a video, because you just have to hear how incredibly amazing Bernadette is, so welcome, thank you for joining us on the show.
7: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for, uh, for calling me, and I am so happy to be here with you.
4: I have to say, I was a little upset that you didn't come in with your violin, but it's all right.
3: No, no. We're going to promote deal, a cause. No, the deal was...
4: I know. I didn't realize that, though. It's
3: because she's short on time. Uh-huh. She actually wanted to do the morning show. Oh, uh, okay. You know, we do the podcast. So I said, no, you have to do it in the day, in the midday. But, but, mm-hmm. to be continued... Okay, good. Because me and Jeffrey have a music good. show coming out, and she will be part Fantastic. of that. Fantastic. Um, Because we're putting together a big thing. I know she's going to be at the Arts Garage and things of that nature. Yes,
7: I will be, yes. But we're
3: working on a Meisner deal and some BB&T stuff. Wait till you see what's coming. Awesome. But she's here for a whole different reason. Okay. Um, A tragedy, actually happened. So why don't you tell us, this Isa, why don't you tell us what's going on?
7: Yes, thank you so much. So yes, as you mentioned uh, before, I am super busy in the last few days uh, because of a tragedy happened, but we are trying to help and trying to do something about it. So let me tell you in a few words. So as you already know, I am a violinist and uh, I am from Hungary, from Budapest. I moved to the US uh, last year, right before when COVID started, so perfect timing. And uh, I have performed more than in 90 countries and 150 cities around the world. So every different style of music. So music is my life, is the most important for me. So as I am from Hungary, Here in Florida, we have a Hungarian community around, not only in Florida, in all the U.S., actually, we have a huge Hungarian community. So a few days ago, a huge tragedy happened, and uh, two girls, 12 and 16 years old girls, sisters, they lost uh, their parents within a few hours, you know, both of the parents Unfortunately, you know, they passed away in a homicide, suicide um, situation. So those girls, 12 and 16 years old, they became orphans just in a few hours, and they don't have any. Family members, like no one. They have one grandmother who is living back in Hungary and she is like 80 years old. So now the Hungarian consulate is trying to bring her here, but honestly, it's, I, I don't know if she will be enough help, you know. So the Hungarian community. Got together and we were trying to help these girls. And actually, we raised 35,000 dollars for them within two days. Wow! So I think that's beautiful. And uh, once I heard uh, the tragedy, I decided immediately that I would like to help. And for me, as a musician, the only way I think I can help is has to be through music. So I decided to do a charity concert online, of course, online charity concert, and it's going to be this Sunday on Facebook, Facebook Live. Uh, I invited some of my great uh, musician uh, friends, actually all over the world, because there will be a Hungarian guitarist with me, there will be a pianist from Mexico, there will be an American singer, and there will be also a Cuban singer, so many different musicians. So, and of course, our hope is, that with this concert we can raise more money to the, to the kids. The concert is free, so we are just hoping that everybody who will enjoy and who will like the concert, you know, they will, they will donate. So it will be 1 p.m. in Florida time in, uh, on Sunday.
3: Where can they see it?
7: So it's going to be on Facebook, so I can uh, share the link somehow with, uh, with all of you. But uh, my name is Bernadette, so you can find me on, uh, on Facebook. You can find my official page on Facebook, and there you will be able to see the link of the, of the concert.
3: Wow. I want to see if we can share it on, uh, on multiple pages as well. I mean, it's for a great cause. Now, is this going to be a live piece you're doing, or is this something you put together? Yes, it's
7: going to be a live, uh, Facebook live uh, concert with uh, one, two, three, yeah, with four musicians and myself. And uh, definitely, I have to tell you that it's going to be a super quality concert we we put it together only in two days you know and with some of these musicians we never played together so it's gonna be the first time actually you know on sunday but uh, believe me it's gonna be very very good concert with great musicians i feel i am super lucky that i can play with them and again, our hope is super high that with this concert, you know more people will help those kids until now, most of the people who were helping they were Hungarian. but my goal is i always I always uh, believed in the power of music, and I always believed that me, we might not speak the same language, but music is an international language so i I honestly truly believe, strongly believe that through music we can help. So I really hope that from everywhere around the world, Americans, uh, uh, Spanish, uh, Hungarians, everybody we will get together for this cause and we will donate some money for these kids who just became orphan in a very short time.
4: Wow, that's tragic. It's beyond even tragic. We talk about the Wayne every week almost too much, but what you're doing is amazing. What brought you to the U.S. from Hungary?
7: It's a beautiful story, actually. Uh, Two things. Uh, My grandfather uh, used to be a very famous and great violinist in Hungary. Unfortunately, uh, he passed away when he was young, but unfortunately back uh, in the time in Hungary, the political situation was not so good, so he couldn't do many things what he wanted to do in his life. And his dream, his biggest dream was to come to the U.S., he never made it. So I want to kind of continue his dreams. So I wanted to come definitely to the US. And he wrote so many songs. He was a composer as well. And uh, I want to play his songs, and I want to make his songs famous in the US. So this was my number one goal. And then guess what happened? I fell in love with a, with a guy who is American, and we got married. So I had to come here. So now, <laughs> no, So now I am here. <laughs>
4: that's incredible wow what a story she fell in love and came here I know perfect timing right
3: yes absolutely now without being shy tell us a little bit about what you've done in Europe because this is a somebody here you know she's playing it down I mean the tragedy but why don't you tell us a little bit about what you did in Europe
7: thank you uh Well, as I mentioned, I have played in 90 countries around the world and 150 cities. I started to play the violin when I was six years old because I come from a musical family, so the question was only which instrument you want to play. So I chose the violin, but then I decided to be a violinist actually when I was 13 years old. I had my first concert uh, in Italy when I was 13 years old, and I had like a standing ovation, and the Italians were screaming, you know, so I was on stage, I remember I said, hmm, I think I want to be a violinist. So after that, uh, you know, I started to practice so much, and I started to do concerts actually since I was 17 years old all around the world. Uh, In the beginning just in Europe, and then in Asia as well. And then uh, I went to the music university in Graz in Austria, and then from there... Again, I just started to do more concerts, concerts, concerts everywhere. And, uh, and here I am. And now I really hope that also in the U.S. I can do something similar, you know. It's funny because she's been all over the world. Now, you've never done a
3: concert in the U.S. at that size, yes? Yeah? never. And the only place she hasn't done a concert is the United States. And that's what we want to change, we want to help bring that whole... I mean, she's been... There isn't a country she, in and she hasn't been in except for the U.S. Um, and I've, I got the privilege to see some of the concerts and some of the people and some of the work that she's done. Uh, Jeffrey was nice enough to, to give me a highlights It's all over his website and everything else that he's done. My biggest contention is you could do anything. You could be an actress. You could be, I mean, because they've asked you to do all of these things. But you stuck with music and the violin. She gave up the acting. She gave up the modeling. You could do all of these things. Why the music?
7: i don 't know I think for me, music is just everything, and uh, if it can be uh, connected to the music, then I can do anything else. you know, no problem, but my violin has to be has to be with me and um, it 's incredible because when I do a concert, especially like a bigger, bigger concert, after like a forty five fifty five minutes concert. People think I just was in the gym and I did cardio because I am all sweating and I, you know, like I I cannot breathe anymore because I'm so much inside in the music while I am playing and I never really cared if I played for two people or if I played for 10,000 because I enjoy to play so much and I think that's the key because every time I play, people, the audience you know, from all around the world, they come to tell me you know, compliments, and, uh, and they tell me that, oh my God, we can see that you really, inside in your playing, you really enjoy what you are doing, and I think that's really important, that I am not trying just to play. I, I love what I do, and that's my life. Amazing. I think
4: we have some video. Vinny, do we have some video of Bernadette playing?
3: All right. Amazing stuff. That's Check nice. it out. Let's roll that out. I got to tell you, you know, we, um, we do a lot of women empowerment pieces. We've been doing it now for almost five years. I remember when, at the beginning, California had called us looking for a woman empowerment piece. Something, because this was coming five years ago. It started to ramp up what you see today. And you talk about empowerment and the way she does it. And if you see her captivate everybody in the audience... Because she has on-stage presence. It's not just the music, it's everything around her. It's a tribute to woman empowerment. This is a leader. Um, And what's going to end up happening here is another calling is going to come into your life that would associate you with your music. But the United States is going to offer you a lot of different exposures um, because she has this whole different aura about her. But again, it's a compliment in the mode of uh, for women and what they do and that's amazing and it's a tribute so don't miss Sunday. is for a good cause I'm gonna be tuning in and I'm gonna share it out as well and I have to thank you for coming into our small place and doing what we do I remember we had her on Kenny loves yeah. show and I would like to do better job because the last thing we can't we had all sorts of fluctuations and we've upgraded the equipment and everything else But sometimes we get intimidated when you come because, you know, you're you're talking about, I mean, look at the places and how she plays. And then look at our small little home. And she fills the walls. But the music is always there. And you make them cry. You make them laugh. You give people an opportunity to feel well. And I wish you much success with what you're going to be doing Sunday. I appreciate you letting us get that message out there. And you always have a home here. You never call. You just show up. I'll put you on the roof. Remember this thing in Italy, they put the famous violinist? on the roof. And they put the violinist on the hospitals. Did you ever see this Mm -hmm. one? And she was playing, and they put these speakers that were like the building. And she played, and they started at 6 o'clock in the morning. And it was called the music of healing. And all the doctors came out, and the nurses in the cities, and they were ringing the bells, and they played this, and she played, and she played. Oh, my goodness, it lit me up when I saw this thing, because music is healing, and you have that gift. So thank, thank you, you for coming here and sharing uh, your gift with us.
7: Thank you so much. I, am, I appreciate so much that I could be here with you today, and I really hope that most of you will watch the concert on Sunday. I am sure you will enjoy it. Thank you so much. Thank you.
4: One o'clock on Sunday on Bernadette's page, and we'll be sharing it all of our Orient Media pages in the cafe for a good cause, but... Uh, you don't want to miss hearing her play. What a gift and an honor! Thank you so much for when Freddie said you. you're coming. I said, "Who's coming?" He said, "The violinist." I said, "Bernadette's coming here today." He's like, "Yeah." So I'm thinking it's a Freddie story. And you walked in. I went. Well,
3: I oh. didn't tell anybody because it's not my story to tell.
4: Thank
7: you so much.
3: And all I had to say was, this "Is the violinist?" And everybody says, "She she's coming here." Yes.
4: And if there's anything we can do to help that family and. Again, you never know how things work out here. Wayne Henry is with Dignity Memorial in Florida. So the largest funeral burial in the United States. Yes, and these saw, are two young yeah. girls. So yeah. I'm sure Wayne can get you in contact with anyone in the Orlando vicinity to help you out should they need help. Oh, wow.
7: Thank, you. Thank you so much.
4: All right, let's take a commercial break. Let them do some of their networking. That's always magical here when we're off set. We're going to take a commercial break. Tune in Sunday, 1 o'clock to Bernadette see and give back. these incredible kids and family in need an amazing concert and we will share that link out and we will be right
8: back hi i'm tracy mcdonough owner and founder of healing moments healing moments is a healing playroom a mind body spirit center our service is love and compassion and the environment is soothing peaceful and inviting Every area is designed for healing and peace. We deliver services such as massage therapy or lymphatic drainage, energy healing and Reiki, chakra balancing, physical vascular therapy for circulation and pain, vibrational medicine using frequencies and oils, and music in order to calm and relax your mind, body, and spirit. We also offer detoxification services using infrared sauna, ionic foot baths, and power plates. All of our modalities are designed to reduce stress, anxiety, induce relaxation, relieve pain, and provide detoxification and inflammation reduction for optimal healing and wellness.
9: Welcome to Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet radio, TV production company, discover Amp2TV. Amp2TV is a full-service media company that can provide all streaming videos, video studios, radio studios, and television studios that will set the venue for any media application. We offer remote services as a radio or TV production and continue to grow new venues to bring your ideas to life. We also specialize in video and photo content for social media. Call us today at 866-224-5422, for no business is too small to grow to the accountant. It's time for your message to be seen. Let Ant2TV help get you there.
10: Welcome to Lost Harbor Spirits, a world where pirates inspire our spirits, treasures remain undiscovered, and flavors are infused with the essence of mysterious voyages. The distillery became one of the few women-owned craft spirits production sites in the U.S. From our award-winning spirits of vodka and rum to delicious gin, we're always coming up with some new and exciting flavors to keep your cocktails delicious and fresh. Proudly distilling out of West Palm Beach, Florida, Lost Harbor Spirits is a true treasure waiting to be discovered. Contact Palm Beach Distillery at lostharborspirits.com to take a tour or purchase your favorite spirit at your local liquor store.
2: been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S.
3: How come they call you Dawn? That's my name. And we're back. This This, portion of the show is brought to you by
4: The Spa Facial by Maria. Give her a call or check it out thespafacial.info Nine five four two one three five zero three four. Organic skincare, body waxing, massages, teeth whitening, manscaping, reflexology, foot detox, and so much more. So check it out. We've got special packages here, and we're more than happy to share those with you. Also,
3: also by Dignity Memorial. Get your dignity in the groove. You know, I put the dignity pieces out there. Yes. You saw that, right? Because I'm taking those with me. For tonight, yes, because I'm gonna sign up Tommy and some other people because we're gonna turn this into a networking inside the mind of a man.
4: Very nice. You're gonna be where tonight?
3: I'm gonna to be at the Arful Dodger on 20th off of Federal, Federal right behind the Kitchen.
9: I'll be there
5: definitely.
3: I'm taking my, I'm taking my boys, I'm taking Wayne, I'm taking Stevo, I'm taking uh, the guys in here, Slick and. and we're going to be in there surrounded with the robot man, a couple of bottles of Gubba, which coincidentally, this section of the show is also brought to you by gubba Mr. Rum. Gubba Rum. Wicked smooth.
4: What is it? Gubba for your bum? Is that what it was? Shake your bum for Shake your bum, Shake for, your gubba bum rum. for
5: Gubba Rum. Yeah. There you How, go. You know yeah. <laughs> How do you know that? You know, for men to
3: say that is easy. For women, they get all twisted.
4: I got a little twisted. It's like, mm. You got a lot of twisted, I but it's okay. I got a lot okay. of twist on, on good. Good. I know. I but do anyone
5: wants to see me shake my bum.
4: <laughs> you know, you guys saying it make it funny. Me saying it is like just not me. So Slick did a I nice know. rendition of it.
3: Oh, forget about what he did. He's a scary dude.
4: So Slick did a nice rendition of that, and they're putting that out in, is it Waikiki or Kiki Slick? Waikiki. Waikiki. Waikiki.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Waikiki.
4: I told you we were listening to you. It's Waikiki. Waikiki.
3: Waikiki. I think it's Waikiki. Waikiki. I think it's Waikiki. It's Waikiki. Yeah. Well, I slowed Wa-key-key. it down. I slowed I mean, it down. Is it you? Do you <laughs> say Twinkie Twinky? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Twinkie,
5: twinkie, twinkie, we say twinkle, twinkle. But right, yeah. not
4: Waikiki. Twinkie, twinkie As or twink- twink- the, twinkle. You
3: want a twinkie? Food, no, here, twinkie, know? twinkie.
5: Waikiki.
4: So Maria will be there also tonight for the Mind of the Male and Manscaping. And she's bringing
3: her brand new male um, creams, a new really line nice that she care. owns, not new skincare, yeah.
4: That'll be nice. You're going to try that out?
3: I'm going to try some out. Now, Slick wants to get man-caved. I told him you could do it in the parking lot. He ain't shaving you inside the, no, the Dodger? Absolutely know. not. Yeah, I'll throw darts yeah, I throw at you. You're not shaving in the, in the premises. In drink. <laughs> I'm going to get a hairball in my drink here. What's the matter with this guy? No, thanks.
4: So you guys be working all of that, and I'll be here today with the ladies of Femme City Boca Del Rey and Capistara and Lost Harbor Spirits having a networking event here with the girls. We've got all their little kits are pre-made, ready to rock and roll, and they'll be doing a cocktail-making kit. New mom, Tracy Latome of Seminole Tracy Casino. Tracy will be here, Tracy. too. Tracy will be wow. bartending, yes. will be bartending? Seminole Casino, this is this Tracy. This is one of those
3: events that you don't even want to miss. You should be, if you stand, I'll put you up in the raft over there, and you sing or you play the violin, all you got to do is that, and it's just, 17 women in this room is kind of. that's all I got to say
4: so Tracy will be bartending we're making two drinks we're making Sunset by the Harbor and another drink and see how that rolls out she's
3: making three drinks two she says there's an optional third
4: there's an optional nip of a third yes a
3: nip of a third
4: but it's a big nip I gotta tell you it's like a two ounce bottle that's not a nip
3: exactly a nip is a shot right yeah
4: these are this might be three ounces actually is all I can tell you. So it's more than a nip. Three You'll be ounces, able to take it a home nip. and have it be able to make a couple drinks with you at home. There is a virtual option as well. If you are still interested, we can always get you that link. Patty from Virginia will be joining us. We've got another guest who's going to be doing it virtually. She's picking up her kit today at 3 and taking it home. All sealed and tidy and That's ready to go. That's interesting.
3: You're actually, people can come and get the kit here and see it at home? Did
4: yep. you tell
1: people that?
3: Absolutely. How come I didn't know that?
4: Because you don't watch our show enough.
3: <laughs> did you know that? No. Blake, Blake, uh, Blake did you know that? Anybody huh? in this Wait, room... Wait,
4: that's best. Huh? <laughs> he's, he's not listening.
3: Anybody out. in this room know that you can pick up the kids and take it home and watch it if you can't do it from here? Did anybody know that? Slick, did you know that?
4: No. See, Bernadette, this is how well they listen to me in here. That's all I can uh, tell you. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bernadette. She knows the
3: story. Dawn tripped on a pebble. In a parking lot at iHeart radio station on a pebble. And I said to her, You're gonna trip. Whoop. The next day, the pebble was still there. I says, Watch the pebble. Whoop. <laughs> True story. She trips again. On the third day, <laughs> I took the pebble after she <laughs> tripped and threw it across the parking lot. I says, What is wrong with you? True story. True? So I did not hear this. You could pick up. You never said that.
4: It was the pebble, yes. We've got two people doing virtual. We've got 14 coming in-house and our bartender. That is brought to you by Lost Harbor Spirits from Palm Beach Distillery.
3: And Teddy knows that? Yes, she does. Hey, Teddy, do you know that you could pick up the kid and take it home and watch it on uh, social media? That would be a no.
4: It's not an open social media link. It's a paid Zoom link.
3: Did you know that you could okay. pick up a kit here and watch on Zoom the event tonight for a female? Okay, did you ever tell me that? Yes.
9: <laughs> you did? Because we had to figure out how many kids
3: we needed. You said that to me? <laughs> oh, you said it around me. Hey, just assumed he was listening. <laughs> because just doesn't listen to me. I got, oh, nah, I don't listen to nobody. I got a lot of male friends in here that would have invited and bought it for their wives. To oh. start the gubba weekend. Yeah, they texting me. But they it's not gubba. It doesn't matter. But okay. Everybody is drinking, so they could get a kit and keep the wife in another room. they go hang out with me. There you go. Yes,
4: yeah, so if you're still interested, let me know. We have more kits that are available. We've made a few extra just in case anyone was interested last minute. We can take care of that for you also. So just let us know. Give us a call. 888-994-4995, Studio A.
3: Pick up your kit and you can zoom in.
4: Wow we've got Wayne with you us. you got some life. Yeah, I know, right? That's what someone to said to studio. me yesterday. He said, you know, what you do is so glamorous. I'm like, yes, it, it so is.
3: You get so over. <laughs> you get the studio.
4: I get my flowers. I get all of my artwork. Me and the, me and the guys got
3: to go stinky, sweaty up to, to Arba.
4: It's a great guy place to hang out. Wayne's going to be there with Dignity Memorial.
5: I'm definitely going to be there, yeah. yeah Wayne, we're so.
3: going to play darts. It's me and you are a team.
5: Cool, sounds good. We're playing against Blake and I that guy over watching. there in the corner.
4: Wayne, a little bit different than last Friday, huh? A
5: little bit. There's no there's no no uh, costume. There's people no singing telegram singing. for you. Yeah, no, 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 and you no. missed no. mine.
4: We had a Cupid. We had a little Cupid that came in to join me. Keith. He sat Freddie put a chair right there for him and he sat right there in front of me on the Did stage. Did you see it?
5: I didn't see it. No. You haven't <laughs> <ever> seen it? <laughs> I haven't had a chance to see it. I'll have a look. <laughs> have a look. Yes. Sorry I missed it.
4: <laughs> Bernadette, it has been a week of birthdays Freddy was Friday, mine was Wednesday So literally we set up for a party We recuperate, we clean up, we set up again And we're going to be doing this again so.
3: I, They brought a guy in a chicken costume And the other guy had a cow costume for my birthday And they brought him in here And this guy, he starts doing the chicken dance You know the chicken dance? Yes. Then he turns around And he, his derriere is in my face I'm like, what is this guy doing? And an egg pops out of him do that? And they are dancing the eggs. So I had little Mikey, little little boy like this. What? Well, how old is Mikey? Five, five. And he walks up like this. He looks like, like a little, like a little man. And he starts dancing here with the chicken. I'ma tell you, I, I almost peed in my pants.
4: And Wayne was here. Wayne too. I, I think. laughed. At in a while. I
5: have to say, <laughs> right? I'd say it was a good time. It was craziness.
4: It was hilarious. The singing telegram. So much fun. I don't know. Now back to work is all I can tell you. Back to work we must do. Spreading goodness. I feel like, what is it? Superman? In fact. Wayne, I was thinking this morning, not on a good note, but they're posting. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs>
3: Wayne, not on a good it's note. Of, you stink.
4: It's more of what you do and the non-glamour of what you do, but the necessity of what you do. Right. It was an article about the life of being a funeral director and how someone who has been doing this for a year, and this is her whole life. And there's a whole article on it talking about how she thought she and her family had gotten through COVID without any significant loss until February she lost her grandmother.
3: And he has a name. There is actually a name. You are the last responder.
5: Yes. So we're part of the last responder group. So uh, um, did you know that? can start getting our vaccines now as well. So got an appointment next week.
4: So I was saying, I was reading this article and she said her whole family thought they had made it through the pandemic and hadn't lost anyone within their immediate family circle until she lost her grandmother. In February, and what that was like and how being a funeral director and then having to deal with the funeral director, how all of that changed. And I was thinking of you because they said the one thing they had wished they had been able to do was have a Zoom conference call with all of the siblings, with the cousins and everyone who couldn't physically be there. Hmm. And whatever, where it was not in Florida, it was someplace in the snow, didn't offer that. And I thought, well, gosh, if I can only answer her, well, Dignity Memorial offers so many options. But that's why I was thinking of you because we talk all the time about the options. And she said they did the best they could. They shoveled the snow and she went and her parents, the rest of the family could not participate because they couldn't be there. And how sad it was because her grandmother was so revered in the community that there was no way for the community to respond or family. And for me, I take this for granted that this is a thing that's offered everywhere. this must be something really special to dignity
5: well i think we did well in pivoting when the pandemic hit we tried various different things to try and include family members obviously people weren't weren't able to travel uh, with limited capacity for you know in-person funerals or events so we did drive-by funerals and all sorts of things but we uh you know using technology to its fullest to broadcast uh, services regularly and i think that's something that will continue moving forward um, well after you know this pandemic is uh is over uh, that we'll continue to offer that to our families because um, people have, have seen seen that well you know even without the pandemic it would be nice not to have to get on an airplane and fly cross country to go to loved one's funeral if i could just join zoom zoom service and be there and be able to see it, that would be wonderful. So it's so
4: interesting because often, I guess I must be on the early Dorsey notification, so every time they go live on a funeral, I get a notification Yeah, that they're alive, yeah. which again, it's just yeah. an amazing opportunity for people that are not here yeah. or can't travel yeah. or don't want to, tra- whatever yeah. it is, it gives you access to be there for yeah. your loved it ones seems or your friends.
5: Most people, I see them as well, multiple uh, funeral homes in our network. Um, seems most families are choosing to, to have that option, so loved ones who can't join um, for whatever reason um, can still participate.
3: Now, one of the things that I wanted to bring up is that recently um, some very young people have died. Hmm. There's the, the ski... Not the skier, the snow... The, the famous skier is she died in Italy because there was an avalanche, and her and somebody was there the instructor whatever was showing her the mountainside and they were buried alive and they got them out wow. um, and she was 28 and all of a sudden yeah. I'm getting this influx of younger lives being lost rappers singers ball players um, and, and it just goes to show you because we've talked about this with Wayne for, for since the beginning of the pandemic yeah. and it's been tragic about the deaths and so many deaths I don't know how you guys even keep up to it but the age difference you know Death isn't always now for the aged. All right, tragedies, well, things that happen, yeah. things that you don't yeah, see and unexpectedly. Yeah,
5: yeah. I mean, I say to everyone that will listen, we're not we're not guaranteed to die of old age. You know, we lots of things that can get us. Unfortunately, we don't know when our end date is, um, and it makes sense for everybody to pre-plan, and that's what we're passionate about. Of course, you know, if you don't, we'll, we'll help you out. You know, we don't turn people away, um, but it's much better to put your arrangements in place ahead of time. And I've had, um, you know, mothers come in, they've lost their husbands, um, brought their sons in, you know, to do prearrangements because they don't want that burden to be left to their, their children uh, when, it, when the time comes. And I've had the, the uh, widow pre-arrange as well as their adult son, uh, two of them in their 20s. I've helped do that. Uh, because they could see the value of that So, well, I, I want to do this. I can, you, I can lock in the price. Even if this is 50 years, hopefully 50 years or more in advance, we can lock in today's price, do a 10-year payment plan, paying almost nothing per month for 20, you know, 20, one was a 28-year-old, one was a 26-year-old. And they're covered for the rest of their life. Uh, when you prearrange with dignity, there are lots of advantages. With the largest provider, we have... Uh, the latest figure, as I heard, we've got 2,800 locations now throughout our network in, uh throughout US, Canada, and Puerto Rico. Uh, when you prearrange, you're locking in today's price. Uh, we can spread out payments. You're avoiding all future cost inflation. We know that the costs have been doubling uh, every seven to 10 years for the last 50 years. So uh, you're going to save all that um, inflation. Um, and then if you ever move away from your area, so if you prearrange here in South Florida, for example, you end up later in life moving to another state, your prearrangements you have in place already will go with you wherever you go in our network. And that includes even cemetery cemetery arrangements. Like and for we were talking strength.
4: to like, someone yesterday, actually. She started a foundation for children who are grieving over mm-hmm. a lost family member, a lost parent, a lost child, a sibling. But not, grief now is so different, It's right? It's so... Yeah. It's not even necessarily just a loss like that, but so great. You have a program, and she was telling the story of how she got into it. She and her husband and her, I think he was six at the time, her son, they were on a head-on collision yeah. in Texas. Uh, she lost her husband instantly. And from that, she came over, had to deal with her grief and her son and how to do this, they started this incredible horse farm with small horses. Nice. But we were sharing her with her the program that you offer and Freddie was sharing the story of Bobby who lost his daughter on a horse. Yeah. But your program encompasses heaven forbid yes. you lose a child. Yes.
5: So if you do a package, a pre arrangement with us, um, heaven forbid you were to lose a child or a grandchild that's twenty one or younger, we provide a completely free service.
3: Which is amazing. Do you know I didn't know that until she said it yesterday. I did not know that
6: part. I told you, I <laughs> he know, doesn't listen. You know, Here's the
3: theme. <laughs> Freddy, we told you. <laughs> Life, to me, Life to me is a bag of M&M's. <laughs> you pick out the one you want it? No, the M&M's are like every day. You know, people are going to die, blah, blah, blah. But then they introduce M&M's with peanuts. So this whole program you have on that table is the peanuts. It is the availability yeah. of something yeah. that you can take advantage of. If you own a business, if you have friends, if you're watching this show, yeah. you are now covered. All you got to do is call him and let him know your name, your number, you saw it on the Brooklyn Cafe, and all of these things are included, correct?
5: Yeah. yeah. I'm really proud to work for Dignity Memorial. We do so much to try and educate people about the benefits of doing prearrangements. Unfortunately, it's something we all need, sooner or later, and just the huge benefits for you and your family if you do put your pre-arrangements in place ahead of time. It makes it so much simpler. She definitely would like to meet you. Because she works
4: with so many people and foundations and children. And I don't know, Bernadette, how far... I know these kids are in Orlando, but if there's any way to get them here to maybe work with her on the horses, and their mini horses, because it just helps... She has a whole therapy program, how yeah. it helps. I can't tell you how it works, but it sounds remarkable.
7: That would be great. I will definitely, you know. To let them empower work, these yes. kids.
4: And it's not that they, it's they're unreal. riding the horses. Yeah. It's caring for the horses. And I think that she said there's goats, there's a pig, there are minis. And there's small little horses. And they're all fa- it's all donated. It's all done through grants and donations to support these families. Nice. Because you don't realize what is going on in our community.
5: nice. nice. I would love to be able to promote that with our locations as well. Uh, we have therapy dogs that we have um, that we can uh, provide to families uh, who are Do grieving. You really? Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to learn more about that and, and promote that as well. You know, for, her story uh, was you don't
4: expect people to say that. How'd you get into it? Oh, I went to school for therapy. I always loved children and horses. You don't expect a tragedy like that. Yeah. She it was instantaneous. and. She was in the adult hospital. Her son was in the children's hospital across the park. They had lost her husband instantly. And again, I thought of you. You just don't know.
5: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people I speak to say, oh, yeah, that's interesting. But, you know, I'm 40. What do I need to think about this? I'm like, well, you know, well, if nothing else, let's say you will live to be, you know, 80, 90, you know, 100. Who knows? You know, it can be. But if you prearrange now, you're going to save decades of inflation. So that's the number one thing. But if something happens unexpectedly, those plans can be put in place so your loved ones don't have to make those decisions for you and they don't have to pay. So it's a, it's a great way to save an emotional and financial burden to your family um, just in case something happens. But we know something will happen eventually, hopefully later, later than sooner. Um, and it makes sense for everybody to at least know Know uh, what's possible. At least uh, we just kind of beg people to to at least document what you do want to be done, even if you don't secure your pre-arrangement. Um, we see people come in to our funeral homes all the time. You know, so they've lost a loved one, and they they often say, you know, I actually don't know what my dad would have wanted. We we never talked about this, and he never made any arrangements, and I don't really know what he would have wanted. So. I'm going to have to guess here. And and, then done and, they're, that. and they're paying the f- highest possible price as well. So, you know, money is not the main motivation for a lot of our families. Uh, the number one reason they, they say hands down is I want to make sure that this is not a burden to my family. When it comes my time, I want it to be as easy as possible. It's as easy as I can make it. It's always been going to be a, uh, one of the worst days of their life to lose someone they love. But you can make that day so much better for them um, because you can make it easier. Decisions are made; uh, the bulk, if not a hundred percent, of the finance is done. All they have to do is show up. So that's that makes it much. Simpler. Tragedy
3: always creates the most discomfort. And yeah, I, I did yeah, it for. Yeah, yeah.
5: And I get it. A lot of people, people, they just don't want to think about it for themselves, their yeah. loved ones. They don't want to talk it about too. it. They don't want to. You don't, don't want to think about us. it until you gotta go. Exactly, it. exactly. But you know. When but,
3: Mom died, you know let me tell you, that was the worst time in my life. That yeah, was worse than losing yeah, my yeah, brother. Yeah,
5: yeah. And the number of calls I get, it's like, you know, my dad's just been taken to hospice. You know, they're telling me it's going to be 24 hours. So I want to put something in place before it happens. Of course, we can help that in that situation. But in reality, you know, you've lost the benefit of... Cost savings, you know. There's no discount. You've got to pay in full if someone's, you know, about to pass away or just passed away. Whereas if you do it ahead of time, then you don't have to make all the decisions, and we can save you a lot of money. So if you like saving money, if you want to save your family some burden, please uh, le- get some information. Contact so, um What's we're the number we we're having a couple of offers on this month. Um, we have uh, 15% off with 15% down for any cemetery property, including the Neptune Memorial Reef. That's been going on for several months, but we don't know when this is going to end. We don't know if that's going to be continuing for April or not. Um, we, we just learn month-to-month basis. So that's a, that's a pretty good deal um also um we've been doing in-person seminars again we started up so uh, we've had uh, two busy seminars this week as well so that's people are starting to get vaccinated they're they're venturing out and we're doing that we're still social distancing at the restaurant you know six foot between tables wear a mask until you get your food and things like that uh giving general information about what are the benefits of pre-arranging with dignity memorial and then offering to meet people individually to go over the options for them to consider to put those pre-arrangements in place. Um, we're gonna be doing those, so if you wanna join our next seminar, just give me a, a call or a text. I can let you know when that next in-person seminar is happening. Uh, we I did a recorded one earlier this month. If you wanna watch that recording, it's about 30 minutes, and then set a time to meet either in-person or online to go over those options. We're, we're doing a deal where we're Sending out uh, meals directly to your home from a couple of local local uh, restaurants as well. You don't have to watch the seminar. If you've, if you've seen enough, uh, you know, I'm on the show every week. If you've seen me several times and want to just learn about more uh, options for your family and just want to set a time to, to go over that, whether you put your pre arrangements in place or not, we'll happily send you a meal if you just want to have an appointment with, with us before the end of March. Um, Happy to do that, but we're just passionate about uh, getting the information out there about everyone should put their pre insurance in place. It's really future-proof, Dignity, do this better than anybody. We can do the full shebang, uh, put that all in place and spread out have a nice payment plan, or we can at least put the basics in place and have a very low monthly payment. Or we can pay it all at once, current costs, and you're gonna save years of inflation because that's always locked in place for you and, and transferable anywhere in our network.
4: I wanted to ask you, you Dignu, do you keep all the documents in a master place? So, say something happens to me, right, I have all my documents,
1: yep.
4: all I have printed is what you gave me because, I, again, mm-hmm. I haven't sat down to print yep. the other 60 pages. Yep. Is that a master so we've place? So,
5: uh, we've gone 100% digital, so okay. we have a very complicated uh, online system that's accessible to all of our staff across our national network. So, all we need is a name, and we can look the person up, get their documents anywhere anywhere in the in the Makes country and then if there's I often would take detailed notes about mm-hmm. things that they, someone wants or instructions or whatever, and then we upload them into the system so we don 't have uh, paper files anymore uh, that was done a couple of years ago. we ended so um, in the olden days we 'd have to go search at the original funeral home, you know, be handwritten handwritten you know, yeah documents and things like that um but uh yeah so it's successful i, said, well, I Easily, think about anyway. it, every
4: time i go through my emails like oh, i should print that out i should print that out and I'm like no i gotta talk to if he has it we got it you know the envelope like my dad says when something happens to me here's the key and i forgot where he told me the key was and this is the drawer <laughs> and this is the lock I, like i remember the room i remember where he told me because it's one of those things you don't want to deal with right i want you to know but I'm thinking, I don't want to be yeah. opening, you got to open the drawer and go, yeah. it's one of yeah, these yeah, yeah, things yeah. again. But the article again mentioned what the grandmother had done was she pre-planned everything.
5: Yes, and w- everybody we meet, again, whether you put your pre-arrangements in place or not, we give uh, everyone our, we call it our personal planning guide, and basically it allows you to leave instructions for your family. It's basically going to answer over 90% of the questions they're going to have on the day that you die. Um, Very, very useful, and we keep uh, updating this. And the families that I work with have said that's been a just huge help to them um, on that day because they can pull it up and say, okay, this is what mom wanted as far as their service. Uh, This is who I should contact. This is where I need to send death certificates. It's just step by step by step what they need to do, the information they're going to need.
4: Awesome. All right, contact Wayne, 561-654-9000 or Mm -hmm. your email?
5: Just Wayne.Henry at DignityMemorial.com. We also have our Facebook page, Dignity Memorial Southeast Florida. If you're outside the Southeast Florida area, very large network, just go to DignityMemorial.com. There's a tab that says find a funeral home near me. Just put in your zip code and all of our locations on a map will come up. Give them a call. One of my colleagues will be happy to assist you in getting the information you need.
4: Fantastic. All right, let's take a commercial break. More to come. I think we've got Gubba Rum Friday. Steve going to join us? He better. All right, stay tuned.
10: The way you live your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So, how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, We'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for and why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. celebration of a lifetime begins
11: here. Hi, I'm Robin Weiss, and I'm a rhinestone artist and rhinestone art instructor. Twelve years ago, when I retired from my nail business, I decided to become a rhinestone artist. But then I soon realized there was nowhere that I could go to find the adequate combination of tools or even instructions of how to go about enjoying this craft. My passion for this beautiful medium we know as rhinestones and what I knew they could create drove me to figure out a way to create this magical craft that I now teach. I have developed the perfect rhinestone crafting starter kit which contains the perfect rhinestone crafting pickup stick. I created this kit to help others and to show you that rhinestone crafting is a craft whose time has come. Filled with fun, rhythmic and therapeutic, the amount of items that you can cover is endless not to mention the places this craft will take you and the people you will meet if you should decide you want to get to artist level you can watch my creations and watch me work on the brooklyn cafe tv show every thursday where i'll be blinging for dawn and sometimes freddie while we enjoy each other's company I'll be bringing you the most beautiful and fun creations to inspire you to try this craft. You can also find me on Real Housewives of Bling at Instagram and also my Facebook group. That is where I'll show you all of my crystal creations while you follow me on my rhinestone journey.
3: you got to love working with Freddie. I do what I do (laughs) because I do. You remember Popeye the Sailor? I am what I am because I am what I am. You're saying you're always like a dad. I don't know what that means. I wasn't a mom. You
4: kind of just hang out, make your phone calls, sit there. I got to go. I got to get back to work. I got to go.
5: I know. I know. He's always working.
4: Always
3: working. You know, Wayne, it's funny. In your business, Right. They come to the door and you have to pay for your services and you, the services are rendered. And you, if you're a man in your word, you, you pay, right? Other businesses, you service the render and they walk away like they don't have to pay. I know. That's a problem.
5: Well, we, we actually don't bury anybody without full payment ahead of time.
3: <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, my mom was the exception.
5: Yeah, that was exceptional circumstances. That was an circumstance they, I hurricane.
3: didn't even want my driver's license. I said, I'll give you my driver's license, I promise you. But your
4: mother had a plan in place. Yes, she did. She had already put something in place. But there were
3: still some other caches that were necessary. But they yeah. knew my it was going My father came account. out of nowhere. I said, yeah. what the?
5: Yeah, under normal circumstances, you know. But, yeah, we, you know, we're helping out. We're all about helping our family. So, you know, in this circumstance, we're going to do what we can
4: you think about what we've all been through in this past however many years between hurricanes and tornadoes now and you think wow and here we are i'm sitting here thinking this is such a bad movie and the end of this movie is called this pandemic that we've been in for a year fortunately we're all still here to be talking about it but you look back and go wow Hmm. but i'm glad that they are now last responders first responders in you guys are now in line to get yeah my wife got
5: vaccinated last night um, she got her appointment and I'm, uh, got, got mine next week. Nice. So, uh, I'm trying to get the Johnson and Johnson one. So what it's did just she one, get? one jab. She got the Moderna.
4: How's she doing?
5: She's fine. She's yeah. fine today. So that's what
3: I uh, got it okay. last. No. Mo- I got it Monday, Monday. Yeah. You it know Monday. it's been a long week, right? feels like I got it a year ago. I got it Monday. And it's funny because sy- did you
5: have any symptoms at all?
3: N- n- yes, I did. I got a symptom. It gave me a burst of energy. Somebody removed my batteries and put high energy (laughs) batteries. Mm. Even Linda said to me, I woke up at 5.30 this morning, ready to go. Did coffee, did the garbage, did everything I had to do. She says, who the hell are you?
5: I don't know what's in it. Yeah. Because I met um, a physician came in, a medical doctor came in and did arrangements for his mother-in-law earlier this week. And... He said he got the Moderna, and he got really bad um, fever. For two weeks, he was just flat on his back. Really wow. bad, really bad uh, side effects. Um, really not normal. So um, After the first one? Mm-hmm.
4: So, is he going to do the second?
5: Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I never got a flu shot. I go see my doctor at FAU. They tell, he says to me, you ain't leaving here until you get a flu, flu shot. And I'm going to tell you something about the flu shot. It hurt. They put it in this arm. This arm was hurting for three days, four days, right? Mm. I got so sick. I had never taken a flu shot in my life. I got so sick for a week. The scratchy throat, the running that it is—it was horrible. And that was the flu shot. So, think—you know—viruses always react a little bit, yeah, a
5: little bit wackier.
4: Yep. So, you're gonna get the J and J. My son got that over the weekend. He and his girlfriend.
5: Yeah, I like the idea of just one shot and you're done.
4: A lot of people do. Yeah. It's interesting. The whole process is so interesting. One shot
5: and done, is that what you're one saying? and done. Yeah. It's not too Moderna and everything, you got two two vaccines, but the yep. Johnson Johnson. Well one. They, they're they
3: are they doing all sorts of things. Now now they're mixing different shots to see they got eight hundred volunteers to see what happens. But talk about talk about wacky. Steve Gubb is on the line. I think Steve Gubb. Is Steve Gubb <laughs> on the line? Just shake your bum. Shake your <laughs> bum. <laughs> Here comes Mr. Bum. Talk, talk about wacky. Here it is. Rum for
6: Gubba Rum. I thank think you, Wayne's thank be you to,
4: new spokesperson thank you to the for Gubba Rum.
6: Yes. Yeah. Thank you to the fabulous Ronnie James. Hey, Wayne, we want to we want to see you shaking your bum for Gubba Rum. No, you don't, see that. I don't Not, want to see that. That would be a treat. <laughs> that would be a treat.
3: We're looking that'd, forward to that. No. I'm glad that, you, that him shaking his bum for you is a treat. We're going to give you guys a private room to do that. We're not going to do it anywhere near my
6: eyesight. But thank you
5: for pointing. I'd I pref- prefer the public sight of my bum. I,
6: I would, uh, Freddie, I'd really prefer uh, the suite that I know is available at the No Motel just down the street in Boca. It would be great. Overlooking the water
3: would be motel, nice. But I'm bummed. <laughs> this guy never changes.
4: How you doing, Steve? I got to get the I'm gubba doing. in. I got the top of the gubba, but I don't have the bottom of the gubba. <laughs> there
6: we go. I'm doing fine. How are you? How was your birthday gala week this week, <sighs> We're wow. still worn out.
4: <laughs> We're still going. You know, I realized I, last night that Passover starts tomorrow, and I ordered all the I'm food, sure you... except yeah. I forgot the horoset and the shank bone and the parsley, and I thought, don't even have time to go, Im- to go to Publix. Nothing
6: important. Nothing important, right? No, no. no problem.
4: Nothing well, wait important. A minute, no problem. Wait a minute! You forgot what? The horse riders, the shank bone, and the parsley. How is was a shank bone? It's a bone of the. A shank A bone, a chicken a bone. bone. A chicken bone,
6: like a leg bone, chicken leg bone. Can you order a chicken bone? What do you bone? do with that?
4: They actually give it to you at the deli. They'll just give it to you. They don't even charge you for it at Publix. Oh, you put I it on the seder why. plate. But I realize I don't have apples. I don't. I, so I got to run out tomorrow and get. So what did stuff. you get? get? Everything else to eat. <laughs> I forgot the whole tradition. I've got matzah. Everything else to eat. She don't
3: got apples. She don't got a chicken bone. Who the hell needs a chicken bone? You need a chicken bone. For what? It's when you... Don't were... make me laugh. It's... I got to tell you right now, I can visualize you, you with a bone in your nose, going yaka-saka, haka-haka,
4: yaka-saka. What do you do with this thing? It's supposed to symbolize when you put the blood on the doorpost and the angel of death passed over your house. So get a liver.
3: Why liver? Because it's full of blood.
4: No, yeah, we'll find a bone somewhere. A chicken
3: bone. So, so my it's... daughter says...
4: The dogs here, here's her pink bone, you can put that, last year we did all kinds of improv- improvisations. <laughs> I take out the paper ones from preschool, I don't wanna we'll figure it out, but I gotta make her it. What's that?
6: Hey Don-, hey Don, I gotta ask you a question. And, and and I don't, I'm not, this is not any disrespect to any yeah, of You Well it is a little bit, no it's not. You've got the, is it the deli that's doing advertising, Passover. Everything. Everything, right? Now, the whole thing about the deli is they have they bring in bagels and smoked salmon and cream cheese to you all the time, and I'm sure that's a specialty. But have you remembered, just for, I'm just curious, you know, on Passover you're not supposed to eat any type of leavened bread, like bread, bagels, or any of that. You have to eat matzah, yes. which is doesn't rise. So what what exactly are they preparing for, Chicken, for Passover? Brisket.
4: Turkey, salmon, oh, okay, green beans. They have all that. Soup, matzo balls. Oh. I skipped on the liver because it only makes my dad sick. And um,
6: <laughs> the liver's great. The liver's actually, great. but you
4: gave me a good idea. I'm going to call them and see if they'll make me horoset, and then I'm good to go. What's a horoset? Yeah. It's apples, walnuts, cinnamon, and red wine.
6: It's a, it's all chopped up, Freddie. You
4: chop it up. You make it like
6: actually. a. That's terrific. Like it's the best.
4: Beans? I'm not Sephardic. I'm not <laughs> supposed to have rice. Can't you do rice and beans? You can do
6: beans. Yeah. No, maybe. What do you mean? You got to be Huffaric? Sephardic. There's the Ashkenazi Jews from Europe. They say you can't eat anything. They're lunatics. Like, they make me nuts. And my wife is like that. And then there's the Sephardic Jews from North Africa. They say you can eat everything except leavened bread. I'm with those guys. Believe me, all day long.
3: I will make a I was bad gr- You know what I mean? I make a bad joke because I would be eating rice and beans. And what's going to happen if I eat rice and beans?
4: But here's the funny thing. Last year, the rabbis in Israel came out and said, you know what? Eat what you got to eat. We're in the middle of a pandemic. If you want rice, have rice. If you want beans, have beans. At this point, just do what you got to do. Nothing. So they kind of opened up the whole pathway to do what you got to do. I'm assuming we can carry it over.
6: If If the rabbi said, we can do I always ask my wife every year, it makes her so very happy. I say, you know, I get it, you can't eat leavened bread, and there's all these things we can't eat, but let me ask you a question, can we eat lobster and shrimp and yep. have that as a main course on the first Seder? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Uh, we're I... going to excommunicate it, Don. We're out I'm the door if we say that.
3: I'm very confused. If I eat rice and beans and I'm not supposed to, what happens
6: to me, I explode? Nothing. Lightning, lightning and thunder, the wrath of God. The Biblical, the apocalyptic events will happen to you. There's really
3: something wrong with this whole thing. You know, it used to be something right. I would actually You're clean right.
4: out my house. I would change my dishes over. Yeah. I would clean everything, put it away, do all of
3: that. Yeah, you no. do
4: that too? I don't think I got time to do it this year is all I can tell yeah, you. You're going to go plastic. into
3: with dirty dishes? Oh, my God. No, I
4: got plastic.
3: Plastic? Yeah. That's
4: lot. Yeah, pla-
6: yeah uh, sure. It's Why don't, yeah, now. plastic is fine. That way you don't have to right. change your dishes and, oh, my God, it's it's a it's, a, uh, so me, it's a whole to-do. Hold on, hold on, hold on.
3: So let me get this right. I'm going to her house. I'm going to have a Jewish meal. On plastic. And I'm going to get a yeah. chicken bone <laughs> on plastic. Is that what you Yeah, talking? don't
6: choke. Don't choke on it.
4: <laughs> With some walnuts and apples and wine. And hard-boiled eggs and gefilte fish. <laughs> of course. And the gefilte <laughs>
3: Who does the gefilte fish? What, what, what is a gefilte fish? <laughs>
6: well, you have to. It's a deep oh sea God. fish, Freddie—a gaffilter fish. It's deep sea. You need special equipment and special bait to catch a gefilter. They're very big. You love it. Can you have salmon?
4: Yes. Yes,
6: <laughs> yes. Why so
3: like can salmon? Fish. Why are we gonna have the gaffilter fish? And so the the deli <laughs> is
4: making me salmon also.
3: I gotta tell you something. It's a lot of work being Jewish on this day. I would. Never it's leave- very ha-
6: it's very hard to be a Jew. And by the way, Don, I'm sorry I'm not there. I should bring you horseradish for yogurt fish. I make the best horseradish in the world. I got to buy that too. They, they said, when you make it? I know. Yeah, it's fun to make it. It's great.
4: My grandfather used got, to eat the root. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my he would, God. We would always have to put the root on the plate. And the only other time I did it was to make that bubonic plague potion. But my grandfather would just like, you know how people whittle wood? He would whittle the root of the horseradish yeah. and just eat it yeah. like nothing.
6: I can't. That's, I can't he was pretty so. tough. If he was doing that, I know, he was right? tough. If I was a Jew,
3: if I was a Jew, I would put a straw in this bad boy, and this would be all that. Can I have rope?
4: I'm thinking we can. I'm thinking I might have to get a bottle of double gold because you know my mom's coming and my sister's coming and her wife for the weekend.
3: All I would do is suck on this because you can't miss with this. Put a nipple on it for you. You could put two nipples, one on
0: the top. A double header. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so you know Eastern that's England's a great wow. idea for you because Eastern England's very that's easy. That's you have to get hot cross buns
4: for Passover. Oh, hot Easter's cross easy. Buns.
6: Hot
1: cross no, buns. Buns. no, no, no.
6: And then wait, you gotta get a wait,
5: chocolate wait. Easter egg. That's the only Passover? requirements. Otherwise, you can eat whatever you want on the.
4: Next Sunday, <laughs> I'm going to get some hot cross buns and some Easter eggs because by then I think Passover's over. Here's the other thing you never know what night it's over because if you're Ashkenazi, you're not eating rice and beans, you've got like seven nights. And if you're Sephardic and you're eating them, you've got eight nights. And you never know when it's over. How
3: long is this thing for?
4: Seven or eight Eight nights? days. Eight days?
3: Eight,
1: eight days! days. I right, can't eat rice of, and
3: beans for eight days. Forget, it, I'm done. And no bread.
6: Next, no bread. I'm. No bagels. You ever seen? I'm there. I love bread. I'm very excited. We have a new pizza joint right down the street. Oven, bread, brick oven pizza. A week from Sunday, we'll go in there. To break Passover, it's great. Now
3: let me get this straight. You follow all these rules. You don't sneak in the back room and have a little munchy munchy rice and beans. You don't do that.
6: No, I, I'm pretty good. I, I typically observe, believe it or not. I'm pretty sure you're like watching. But now but there's workarounds. So there's
4: about. like brown rice pasta and there's Passover cereal. So I kind of think the traditional side is great. But then there's so many workarounds that I, it sort of waters down why we're doing it. Then don't do it.
6: Sure. So what is the yeah, meaning no. of all this? Why, why are you doing it? Because this is the time of the celeb- when we celebrate... The freeing of the Hebrew slaves by Pharaoh in Egypt four thousand years ago. So you don't the, eat. You
4: don't no, need we do eat.
6: Why? We, they, the Jews, the Jews left, and said the Hebrews had to leave uh, and escape Egypt in such a hurry that the bread that they were try, that they were making did not have time to rise. That's the sto- the story of Passover. The reason we eat matzah. Is because the the dough did not have time to rise. It did not. It, uh, it was unleavened bread, and that's what we do to celebrate Passover. Just like everything that Don was talking about, the cheroset especially, uh, things represent the bricks that the Hebrews had to make to build the pyramids. That type of thing. Everything has a, is a symbol.
3: But why would you celebrate a painful memory? Because we gain freedom. Because we okay. Hold on, hold on. Listen, I may be I may be Puerto Rican, but if I had to leave a party and the bread didn't rise, I go to the next place and I make it rise. I don't understand why you have a tradition. Because they were in the desert, there was no place for it to rise. The desert is the best place to make bread.
6: The heat rises.
4: Tell me the story. Go back in time.
3: I tell you the story,
6: Freddie. (laughs) Freddie, (laughs) you can write. You can write an addendum. To the first book, to the book of Genesis in the Bible. The book has a
3: couple of mistakes. What can I tell you? Listen, when you run out of a party, (laughs) you go to another party. It's okay. Eat the rice. Eat. Get
6: married.
3: Puerto Ricans eat everything. The
6: the Jews being slaves in Egypt wasn't exactly a party. There was no buffet. There was no no music, no dancing.
3: Yes, I get it. But you left. (laughs) When you left, that's when the sea parted and everything, right? With Moses. Exactly.
6: That's that exactly part? right. I and, saw the and, movie. And, right, yeah. and after that, we, the Ten Commandments were given to the Hebrews in the desert.
4: So my sister so that's. here's the story yeah. of Judaism. They tried to kill us, we survived, we eat. She said, and that's that right. pretty much every holiday, they tried to kill us, they didn't, now we eat. Kind of the same that's, thing. You
3: what you guys eat is very limited. In Puerto Ricanville, we eat everything. <laughs> We eat rabbit, we eat goat, we eat pig, we, we whatever we gotta eat, rice and beans. Yeah. We're not gonna suffer because we couldn't. Now, if but you want to be
4: Jewish, you gotta feel guilty and suffer. That's
3: why you like that guilt Guilty fish.
4: It's right? a guilty fish. Teddy, Teddy. <laughs> right. There's something about <laughs> right? suffering in our mind that is that's,
3: inbred in us. That's just you part guys are that, that's, living that's, guilt. <laughs> guilt and suffrage. Yes. Come to me. Give me my wand. <laughs> I will set you free. <laughs> come and eat. We could have like wand wars. Oh, we should do a wand war. You could come and eat. I... <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you what you do. You come and see me. I give you a little rice and beans on the side. Nobody needs to know. Don't worry about it.
4: New mom I... says yum. New mom is on her way up. We're gonna see her in a little bit. But what else? Do you think is good with Gubba Rum. That they're all working on your voiceovers for that script.
6: Yeah, I
3: really appreciate that. That's I'm gonna the, uh... tell you something, buddy. All for yes, nothing. for nothing. Not for nothing. I got to get some outside help because the ladies in here were like, are you kidding me? And I had to do the mail piece. You should have heard me doing it in my Puerto Rican accent. I'm going to tell you something. That verbiage you got in there is very colorful.
6: <laughs> I'm sure. It I know. I, 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 I rewrote that script for him. Oh, thank God. It was, like it was unre- original. <laughs> it, it, you, no, you couldn't. The, the way he types and the way he does that, you can't read it. It doesn't make any sense. So I had to go through that whole I did had to go through that whole thing again and rewrite it so that it made sense. There was a sentence and not just strange words here and there. It didn't make any sense.
4: Slick made sense um, of it, kind of.
6: I'm sure, it? I'm sure I'm sure. I'm sure. It took you I think, thirty-three minutes to do <laughs> thirty-three that. takes. hundred
4: thirty-three
6: takes. Is it Waikiki or Waikiki? Waikiki. He calls it Waikiki, Waikiki, Waikiki. That, that, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with him? Right. He, also, he also came up with Shake Your Bum for Gubba Rum, which I told him about a year and a half ago. I said, you know, Ronnie, I don't think I want to go in that direction. Well, that's in there. Yeah, I, I know. That's, well, what can I do? It's not mine, it's his. And I got to tell you, Ronnie, I,
3: I spoke to Ronnie on the phone, and the way he writes is the way he talks.
6: Yes, it is. He's
3: fast. <laughs> And boodoo Boo and Bee—he reminds me uh, of Wolfman Jack. You remember
6: Wolfman I, Jack? I, I sure do. I, I I miss him every day. He—I I, I want to say Ronnie must have been on WABC in New York sixty years ago, right after Cousin Brucey and Wolfman Jack. I think yes. you're 100 percent right. <laughs> um, you know Wolfman he, Jack?
3: You know Cousin Brucey? You know Cousin Brucey? Yes, I
4: used to watch the Mar- Mrs. Maisel, the what? marvelous Mrs. Maisel talks about Cousin Brucey. Ever seen that show? Mm-hmm.
6: It's oh, crazy, okay. Right. Cousin Bruce is still on the radio in Florida. He's nope. actually he's on. He left. He left satellite radio. He's back on WABC in New York, six to ten on Saturday nights. Oh, he's, but that has he's, to be a recording because I joined
3: his his fan club. How old is he? Eighty nine. Eighty four. I was going to
4: say, based 84. on this nasal, he's mid eighties.
3: Wow. Yeah, but so he's joined, losing it. I joined he's his.
6: He's really fan losing. Club. Is he fine? Oh, yeah.
3: So he goes on real late at night here. I don't know how the hell I found him, right? So if you call in, you win somebody. So I called, and I got through. So I said to him, Cousin Bousy, you know what? Keep it. Give it to the next guy. I just wanted to talk to you. Oh, really? Uh, where are you from? Yeah, and he sounds the same that he did in the I, I used to listen to this guy religiously, Cousin yes. He,
6: he I heard I him heard about two weeks ago. He we had Connie Francis on for an interview. Now Connie Francis has been around a long time and she's doesn't have the fastball anymore. He's, he's, he asked Connie Francis whether or not she would be up to do a concert with him in somewhere, anywhere. Connie Francis I think can maybe barely get out of the house. Come on, we'll do a concert. And she's trying to tell him no, and he's not getting it. He just is not, and he keeps going. Oh, we'll do, we'll go to Palisades. We'll go to where Palisades Park used to be and do all this stuff. And I, I felt so bad for Connie Francis. It was really not such a good uh, moment, but that's Cousin Bruce. He's still rocking and rolling. Gotta give him a lot do of you, credit. Do you
3: remember Palisades? Yeah, I know Palisades Park. Palisades Amusement Park. Sure.
1: Wow. I never. It's I like was I never went there, but I know it.
3: It's in New Jersey. Yeah, right across the street from the Polo Grounds.
6: No. Yes. Polo Grounds. Was, Polo Grounds. Was, uh, on the north side, of uh, northern tip of Manhattan. Yes, right across the ocean. Oh, across up there? Yes, the Polaroid oh, okay. here right across
3: was Palisades.
6: I thought it was more Midtown, but okay, I get it. But I'm
3: gonna tell you, the Palisades, you guys know the Palisades Amusement Park? You know what that is? And I know of it. You know of it? I was there. I was, <laughs> so there I was four
6: pictures of me at the Palisades. Really? It was I tremendous. was, uh, I've been to Playland and Rye. What do I? Well, Playland. this is New York City talk. I love New York City talk. This is great. The Rangers. Re- used to, the Rangers used to practice at Playland. Oh, really? That, okay. Okay.
4: I stay at a guy, no, I'm kidding.
6: <laughs> Don, you're much too young for all this.
4: I know. I'm going backwards. I think. So
6: this, are is, this is... you
4: going any places?
6: This is nope. geezer talk.
4: That's what I'm thinking. You guys are just like you, Cousin Brucey, Connie Francis. Those are like from my parents' day.
6: This is, we're, we're, it's like we're, we're, we're relics. I think my mom like
4: went to high school with Connie How Francis. How do you know
3: so much about New York, the Polo grounds? How do you know about Palisades Park, Playland?
6: Well, my, my wife was, was born in the Bronx and grew up on, in Westbury. Where in the Bronx did your wife grow up at? Born. My, her father was, was, lived on the Grand Concourse. Wow, yeah. And her mother was, her mother was from the Bronx, but grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, I had family in New York. I mean, I grew up in Central Massachusetts, but uh, I, but we knew we knew New York. We, we going to New York City was a big deal. Yeah. Now it's a little dicey to go to New York. Do you remember the World's Fair in nineteen
3: sixty four, sixty five? I I
6: went. I have still have souvenirs from
3: that World's Fair. There is a picture of me, God, if I can only find it. I was in an orange or red car driving it. That was the carriage. (laughs) And there's a picture of me at the 1964-65 World's
6: Fair. Hey, Freddie, remember, I'm 10 years older than you. Wow. I'm 10 years older than you. You So I was 11 11 years old back then. You were around in the Korean War. I, I, I fought in Korea, yeah. <laughs> 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 <I
1: don't know. laughs> I know.
4: Let's take a commercial break. You guys are heading me down a path of i well, got to get my parents on the I've never met phone. a
3: guy who knew so much about that era. That's amazing.
4: I'm surprised you know so much about that era.
3: Yeah, my, my parents used to, they love New York, man. I can tell you, we went to the Empire State Building one time, Statue of Liberty 5,000 times. The history, the Museum of Natural History. Remember the planetarium? Yeah. I love that place. <laughs> I didn't want I, to leave.
4: Wayne, well, be careful. Next week, this may turn into a planetarium. <laughs> we may have shooting stars coming out of the
3: sky. If you paint this black and you bring that big projector. It would be kind of cool, right? It would be really cool. I know. Teddy! <laughs> oh, more to come. Let's take a
4: quick commercial break. Stay tuned. More with Gubba Rum and Disney. <laughs>
12: Do you have an artist that's awaiting the spotlight, looking for a network to take your local brand international? Amp Media is proud to announce the launch of our Transatlantic Media Network, from our Manchester studios in England to our Boca Raton studios in the United States. Our international platform is prepped to produce your content overseas. The Transatlantic Media Network, showcasing your talents across the Atlantic. Watch all of our shows on the Transatlantic Media Network via Facebook, YouTube, and listen on our radio station on ampitup.fm. For more information, call 866-224-5422.
9: Looking for a cool, laid-back space with great people and even better drinks? You can't lose. The Artful Dodger, Boca Raton's hidden gem. A good, old-fashioned local bar is hard to come by. But not anymore. The Artful Dodger is a fun, casual place to sit back and relax. Located at 495 Northeast 20th Street in Boca Raton, you'll find your new favorite bar. Dodger. We'll see you there.
13: Dr. Laura Ellick, a licensed psychologist practicing in both Florida and New York with over 20 years of experience, addresses the negative thoughts that are keeping you stuck in your lifestyle patterns. Dr. Ellick works with children, teens, and adults, from anxiety and depression to eating disorders, addiction recovery, and medical issues. Making a deep interpersonal connection is a magical part of the therapeutic relationship. Contact Dr. Laura at 516-635-6186 or at lauraellick.com for a personalized consultation. It's time to remove the blocks that are preventing you from achieving your dreams. Call Dr. Laura Ellick at 516-635-6186 or at com.
4: In these changing times, it is more important than ever for women to invest in themselves and develop a network for business growth. Through Fem City Boca Del Rey, you will become a member in a group of women whose goal is to help one another with advice, tips, and guidance to connect and engage with one another. For more information and discount pricing, log into to bit.ly slash Brooklyn Cafe Femmes or Femme City Boca Del Rey for more information. Fem City is more than a women's networking group. It's business for your soul. Look, so the artwork of Jay Harmon behind us, the flowers from OMG Flower Boutique are a little bit of our Gubba Gold or Gubba Silver. It's looking nice. Some Amy Rashevsky behind us. She'll be back in town
3: next week. Slick, go back to the first shot you did. I like this better. It looks nice. The other one I can't see, I got bad eyes.
4: You're getting old. I kind of feel like you're sitting the there minute. with a the baseball cap. You're getting
3: older. This section of the show is brought to you by the Brooklyn Cafe merchandise store. Get your merch on? Get your merch on. <laughs> now, what is the. <laughs> I feel
4: like. I feel like Cracker Barrel. What is wrong with
3: you? How do you get your merch?
4: order. Dot com, Or you can visit our website that has a new link for our mini gallery, which I'm excited about. They just put that up, and also for our merchandise. And you can also get our coffee there. So check it out, brooklyncafe.tv, and it'll send you directly to our merch store.
3: I forgot to send Ivy the... Uh- <laughs> Sylvia, that too. Her, too. I forgot to send Sylvia the coat <laughs> because she actually bought the coffee. <gasps> I know. I sent it two out two last names. week. You sent it to her, the coat? I
4: sent it on Saturday. No, I sent out the coffee.
3: Ay, papadio. Que
4: cosa. What
3: happens is there's too many things going on at one time.
4: It's a lot of things. Is that hat too tight on your head? No, why?
3: I like it tight.
4: Yeah, slick's like, yes. We were talking about Freddie wearing a brimless hat. Like, well, if he were one of Slick's hats, what that would look like.
3: look like this. No. <laughs> looks like a used condom. Where's uh, Where's Mr. Cub, Mr. Cu- Mr. Steve, Mr. Gubba?
4: Wayne's like, I right, know. Don't wear your hat like that. Do you try it again? They're like, Oh no, slick. This is what Freddie looks like in one of your caps.
6: Like, Freddie, that's good. It looks like you're from the hood. I look like I'm from the hood. What hood are you from?
3: Yeshiva University? What's the no,
6: I didn't say which. I didn't say which hood. You know, maybe yeah, a polo club would be good. I was going to say, you know,
4: when your kids grow up in Boca and they go play in Woodfield, they go. I'm going to play in Hoodfield. Those are the country clubs <laughs> down
3: here. Hey, Steve, True. do you know? Do you know Yeshiva up in the Heights? Yeah, I do. A friend friend of mine went there. I lived right there. My sister. Oh, okay. Lived there. There, there was a there was a McDougal's hamburger joint on the corner of 184th Street and St. Nicholas.
6: Okay, and that, that's a little bit too specific for me.
3: But check this out. My brother, may he rest in peace, he walks in and he says to the guy, is this a Jewish McDonald's? And the guy told him yes. McDougal's. Really? McDougal's. I would think it would be Irish. Mm. And we had a hamburger. It didn't taste anything like McDonald's. <laughs>
4: And it's also Palm Sunday on Sunday. We talked about that this morning. Do you
3: celebrate Palm Sunday? No. You go to the beach? No. You don't go to the beach on Palm Sunday. You go to church.
4: I think you would go to the beach.
3: No. I told you, you take the palms, you put them in your driveway, and you wait for the donkey to come. You
4: waiting for the donkey? We're waiting for Elijah. We're all waiting a lot this weekend is what I'm going to tell you. I just
5: got to get a chocolate Easter bunny or a chocolate egg. And I'm happy. I'm going to get
4: a chocolate Easter bunny, and I'm going to do this. I want to take the ears off and fill it with gubba.
6: Oh, I like that thinking.
4: And the <laughs> ear becomes your shot glass. A little bit of cocoa
3: whip. How long do you think that's going to last?
4: As long as it fits in my mouth. Not very. <laughs>
3: You're going to put all that in your mouth? The ears. It depends about how spin. big the
4: ear is. It's about this big. You get a smaller one.
5: I remember as a kid, I got a chocolate Easter bunny. I was so excited, bit into it, and cried because it was, it was hollow. Hollow. I expected it to be solid chocolate. I was so disappointed.
4: My grandparents <laughs> used to always buy us chocolate Easter bunnies, and I remember they were always hollow, which is why I think the ears would make a great shot glass.
6: We used to drill yeah. a hole. We used to Don't cut you a think? hole. Absolutely, because you can buy little chocolate cups, in most liquor stores, yep. and you pour uh, a cordial into that, and eat the whole thing. It's great. Well, you take a knife
3: and you make a hole in the top of the bunny's head, and you fill it with a drink <laughs> and put a, a chocolate straw. Drink and you put a straw in it. We That's did that. That's pretty cool. There you go. That's we a a did great. that. And I gotta tell you, it was amazing because they put it on a paper cup
4: instead of a coconut. Hands, you can melts. use a bunny. Yes. Wow, we gotta try that, Teddy.
5: <laughs> Teddy, quick, go to the store we got 15 minutes but it's funny Easter's not
4: till next but we got next Friday we'll do this
3: it's funny we did that we used to do it with coconuts and everything else now do you remember for Easter Sunday I saw the commercial yesterday again it's been 21 years 22 years what is the the commercial they do for chocolate
6: the Cadbury egg cream cream. you're Uh, good man (laughs) That's <laughs> great, I, great. Is, I, I can tell you what happened fifteen thousand
5: years ago. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not yeah, not the, the little cream I, eggs. I'm not a fan of Peeps either. I love Cadbury eggs. I like the
4: Peeps. I'm not a fan of the. But the
5: commercial
3: and the eggs. is who's going to be the next Cadbury rabbit? So the lion comes out. Remember the commercial? Now they put a chalkboard <laughs> where they changed the date, so it's 2021. Last year it was 2020. They keep using the same commercial. <laughs> over and over again. It's, it's a
4: nice I haven't seen
3: it. I haven't seen it. I have
4: not seen that either. The Cadbury
3: chocolate I was Bunny. trying to
4: get the marshmallow lady here, but she's so busy with making them for Easter. Milka. Well,
3: when is Easter?
4: Next Sunday. Friday's Good Friday. Ooh.
1: Ooh.
4: I know.
12: I think they actually announced which, uh, which animal's gonna be the next Cadbury, like, um, like symbol, and it was. I think it was, they announced it on the radio um, like a couple days ago. It was. It's. It's a. Uh, it's a tree frog from uh, Tampa, actually. A tree a frog. Tree from... Cadbury. Yeah.
5: Interesting. Oh, I did see something about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Really.
3: A tree frog. Mm-hmm. When I lived in Puerto Rico, there's something called el coqui. It's a little animal frog. It's about this big. Has big red eyes. I had to chase those Co- things out of my house for years. Are those like the
6: crickets? They make the cricket sound? They make the coquino. Cookie,
3: cookie. Oh coquino. God, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't stand <laughs> you know
6: <that>
3: <laughs> They're I all over the father. I'm going to shoot there. myself because they were everywhere. <laughs> but they're only in Puerto Rico. They're only in the Caribbean.
6: They're in the Caribbean, but they're on, I've been wow. to uh, frogs. Saint, Saint, uh, Virgin Island, St. Saint Thomas, St. Martin. They yes, have, and... they
3: have little frogs, but not the coquille. The coqui is only for some Oh, it's a little seasons. different. Okay. Okay. Yeah,
5: when we went to Puerto Rico, we went out in the forest so we could hear them. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes. And Puerto that Rico and Rico. the bats were driving nuts.
4: <laughs> the Cadbury don't, don't... bunny. I'm looking at a Stuart bunny. The amphibian is hopping into your spot. Stuart resident pet tree frog Betty won the third annual Cadbury Bunny tryout.
6: <laughs> they try out now to be the Cadbury Look, Bunny? Yes. That's disgusting.
4: <laughs> it's a frog <laughs> with ears, is all I can tell you. Yeah,
3: everything, everything where the lion wore the ears, all the animals wear the ears. Yep. So who's going to be the next Cadbury Bunny?
4: That's. That is one, <laughs> that 22
3: had. years has been going on.
4: I never even knew. So, what did you do? Do you do anything special for Easter or for Palm Sunday?
3: Are you going away?
5: No, we're not going anywhere. So, for Easter, we'll have a nice meal, just the two of us. Do you uh, have ham on Easter? We don't eat. We don't eat meat normally, so no, we won't have a ham.
3: You eat a meatless no. ham?
5: I don't know what we're gonna have. Probably salmon.
3: <laughs> you know what to Sunday. me? You laugh. You know what a meatless <laughs> ham is?
4: Tofu. No,
3: I, I. I have no idea. If you're vegan. They have meatless ham.
4: Well, it would be like Tofurky or What? Right, Tofurky. Tofurky.
3: Exactly. That's what it is, tofurkey.
4: Tofurkey, toe ham. F. Yes. Hi.
3: Tofurky. Are you having <laughs> ham? Are you going to have ham for Easter? I don't I really don't know what
4: we're doing for Easter. It's a whole week away.
3: It's funny because of the virus now, nobody knows what they're doing. Easter used to be a big deal in my mother's house. My goodness, she used to cook from Friday to Sunday. 27 different meals, anything and everything. We did pateles, coquito. It was like Christmas all over again. And now nobody does none of that. My family has lost its history on, on what we do in Christmas.
4: I think a lot of people's families, because there's so many dual working families that when the person who was home cooking and everyone participated, now everybody's working to bring all of this together. It's not so, And we don't cook as much as another generation. At least my generation doesn't cook as much.
3: Well, that's why Presidente Supermarkets was created. We, yeah. Freddie, I bet
6: if you go, when you were young, and your, your family, you had a larger family, and everybody lived reasonably close by, on holidays you would all get together. That was certainly the case with me. Uh, my mother had, uh, I had several aunts and uncles, and everybody lived very close by, there 'd be 25-30 people getting together to celebrate all these holidays yeah. true. Time, time moves on, people pass away people move away and this is a different era and people don't live around a corner from each other anymore they live across three across a continent. so unfortunately <laughs> those days are gone and people don't have the families like that where they used to and it's there's something to be said for the loss that that is. I wish it's
4: true. We used that, that my it's
6: children huge. could experience it's that. that.
4: Huge satyrs. If anyone was alone, they should never be alone. So we brought in, and if you had no place to go, you would come. I would put tables on my patio and rent tables and chairs because I would have 30, 40, 50 people, my house, my parents' house.
3: Now
1: I've got eight, uh,
4: and I'm already stressing out about the harosan for eight. All I need is an apple.
3: (laughs) It was crazy because my, my father had the Santori Brothers Painting Company. And if you went to Brooklyn, there was a big sign, and, you know, it faded away. we used to move from building to building we used to take over a whole building and on these special occasions there were so many people that they started to hold it at the beaches we used to go to sherwood island in connecticut true place and we used to have a hundred people out there i'll never forget this man it was ridiculous but my goodness the traditions and the stories and then they used to play the music my brother with the guitars and It was, you know, it it was nothing like it is now. But you know what's nice,
4: though? A year later, things are opening up a little bit. So last year, I I had nobody at my house for Passover. We did this all for Zoom, and that was a whole TV episode in itself with people being on (laughs) Zoom. You didn't do anything for Easter, but maybe this year you might be able to see someone. You'll have one vaccination down and maybe, but not 50 people.
3: No, not yet. It's a little... You gotta wait. I gotta wait a little bit because no, you gotta I got get my first one. shot, and I gotta, you know, I gotta be very careful. Yeah, because you get I the new one to, the day after. I don't want to start this thing all over again, so I gotta be very yeah. careful. That's true. So and you're I gonna wait another week. gotta step out, and you know, and you gotta do what you gotta do. But I would love, 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 love to get them back. You know, to get friends and family. Maybe we do something here. We open up. Actually, the gates. let me. T-
4: I want to talk to you guys about that. I want to do. We talked to the artist about doing a pop-up open house. One Friday night in April. Well, I spoke to you a little bit about it, Wayne. With no tables and no chairs, but I don't want this to be a comfortable event. I want them to come in, mingle, we open that, and they kind of come in and, and go. We can put chairs outside. Yeah, but not in here. Not yeah, like renting. And spotlight the artists, and spotlight the gubba, and spotlight summer, and spotlight dignity, and just let everyone have a little bit of a networking, kind of an open house on a Friday night is what I'd like to do.
3: We'll bring in a rubber
6: pool. What they call that? A little round. A baby
4: pool. pool. Well, Steve, when are you in town?
6: Uh, well, middle, I, right now it looks like mid April. Around, around the 15th, something like that. I haven't exactly pinned it down yet. Well, we're
4: going uh,
3: to wait until you get down here.
6: And thank will, you, we're sir. We're
3: going living together. Uh, and thank we'll you, like sir. The house.
4: Well, you get your shot on the 12th, right? On the 12th. Yeah. So maybe we got two weeks after that.
6: Yeah, I mean, whatever. When do you get your second shot? I, I, I am free in seven days. I've had my second shot. Monday is seven days. A week from Monday, I am free. Okay, and that's so, it. We'll be... Free at
3: last. So what we'll do when you give us an idea of when you're coming down, we'll base it on. You'll that. be like
4: the end of April.
6: Yeah, and we'll base it yeah, and we'll base I, it on that. I would love to I would really love to participate with you. It mean, it would so mean frankly, it would out. mean a lot to me. And you know what, Steve,
3: you mean a lot to us, man. You, Wayne, you guys were, were the rock for us in the storm. Yep. And we never, ever, ever know how to repay you guys for what you've done. But we're going to try one, uh, one drink at a time, you know? So you'll be clear see, on the
4: 26th, and maybe we do April see, 30th.
6: See that, see that bottle right there? We're going to drink some of that.
4: <laughs> Why don't we try for Friday, April 30th? Uh,
6: you want to wait that long? Oh, okay. get we his vaccine do till
4: the 12th. He won't be cleared till the 26th. Yes, we do this on air. Safety for will we'll,
6: we'll, we'll, so we'll, we'll work
4: it out. We'll figure it That gives us a month to promote it.
6: And
3: we'll promote it. it gives we'll us invite. four weeks to promote. We'll invite the house. And what we'll do is we'll use the parking lot. Maybe yep. we can do it on a Saturday. Okay. May 1st. That way, This the place will be birthday. empty. May Day. May Day. May Day. Get a Maypole. Wow. <laughs> now you heard. I got to tell you. Can we dance around quick. the Maypole? I got to tell you real quick. The go? president has said that he wanted to have 100,000 injections done. He's probably, in the first 100 days, he's probably going to have 200,000. And they want to make this Fourth of July, the biggest in the history of this country, as a day of unification. Um, so we have to plan on something as that as well. You know, last year, it was tough in here. You heard what happened with some of the kids we had in here. I don't ever want to go through that again. But you come down... And we will plan a celebration day and maybe a week of partying after it. Because you know something, not for nothing, but we deserve it.
6: We really do. We do. Absolutely we do. I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to it.
4: Thank you for joining us. Have a happy Passover. Stay safe. Thank
6: you. The same to you, Dawn. Have a great holiday. Thank Have a, a great Seder. And uh, we'll, we will be talking next week. Down no, right. I'm going to be calling you from Arthur, from the awful Dodger on my phone. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Please do. Please do. I'm around. You're the main man. <laughs> I don't know about that, but well, I hope you have a great time tonight. I forgot about that.
4: Thanks, Steve. Happy Passover. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Happy Thank
6: Passover. You. Have a great weekend,
4: everybody. Thanks. You right, too. Buddy. Wayne, thank you for joining us, as always, on a Friday, a little bit calmer.
5: Thanks. Great to see you guys. But I'm thinking
4: let's let's gear towards that, maybe that Friday or Saturday, the end of the month. It gives us four weeks to promote it. It gives you two weeks after your second vaccine yeah. to get your immunities. Okay. And um, get, we'll give the artists a date, and we'll get ready to rock and roll. All good. All right. Have a great weekend, everyone. Join Freddie tonight at the Artful Dodger, 6 o'clock till 730, kind of an open house meet and greet located on Federal Highway and 20th Street across from Publix and the 5th Avenue shops, shops right behind Cannoli Kitchen, shots we'll be doing later. I'll be here with the ladies of Femme City, Boca del Rey, and Lost Harbor Palm Beach Distillery. We're doing some Capistara, Sunset by the Harbor, have a little bit of fun with that. There is a Zoom link if you would like to participate. Let me know. We've got bags in the back. Everyone gets their own personalized kit, so we stayed COVID safe. There's no touching or sharing or anything, and that's going to be happening as well. You've got Passover starting tomorrow. You've got Palm Sunday on Sunday. A lot of things happening. It is springtime.
3: Springtime. Get your gubba weekend going, baby.
1: It's been
4: a great week. Thank you all for joining us. As always, thank you for these beautiful flowers from OMG Flower Boutique. Tune in today at 3 o'clock for the Florida Love Show. More to come, and we will see you Monday, 9 a.m. drive time.
6: Don't be late. (laughs)
2: well that's about it for today even though the show is over the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business you're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2 if you missed some of the last from today Dawn and Freddie S will bring more good cheer next time you can follow The Broken Cafe on Facebook at The Broken Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time.